Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Jeremy White. It seems like for those of you that had old Nintendos, you pull the cartridge out... You blow in it, and you put it back in. Like, See yes. if this works. Yeah. And sneaky Joe DiBiase. The PlayStation 2 memory cards were the same thing for me. It, it did somehow always work. You never had a regular Nintendo, Josh. No, I did. My you... first my first game system no. was a GameCube. Old? What was I thinking? I ain't old. The GameCube was not regular I Nintendo. I'm talking about the actual first Nintendo. Boy, I can teach you guys some things about video games. I'm going to give you a phrase. You tell me if it means anything to you. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. We're not so different. You and I. Let me let me ask you if this brings anything to mind. Wave dashing. No. Okay. See? What's that? Different times. Smash Bros. You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on Western New York Sports Giant. WGR Sports Radio 550. It is 20 what degrees, Joe? 26 20 right now? 28, I think, was what my car said. Yeah. Good news is it's going to go back. Yeah, okay. High 51 today. We're going back. Yep. Yesterday, I... Good. The opposite of uh, Wednesday. Yes, that's right. Yesterday, I was out with a dog and a friend, you know, doing like one of those dogs run outside days that we do a lot. And it was, I don't have the science on this, but it was minus a million degrees. (laughs) Yes. It was so cold. And I was, you know, for the last whole week, we've been used to it being nice. And then, oh, here's one day of negative one million. Yeah, Wednesday night I was walking outside for like five minutes, and the wind, it it felt like the Arctic. It felt like this has got to be what the North Pole feels like because of how windy it was. And also the fact that, you know, I was not dressed appropriately because when I left the house it was 55 degrees. Yeah. And then it was 10 when this was happening with the wind. Yeah. Hopefully this is it, though. Yes, I think it might be. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think we should all be optimistic. The 10-day forecast has, you know, a 68 on the card. Nice. Although, When's that? When's uh, that happening? Sunday, Monday, maybe? Sunday, Monday? Monday, Monday, Tuesday. All right. Yeah, Monday, 68. And I'm seeing next week maybe it's going to dip back colder. But not as cold as it has been in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. good morning. Lots to get to today. Sal will join us from the Combine to uh, wrap this week. Paul Hamilton and, uh, you know, some... It, one thing about today, we'll get to some sabers in a moment, but you know what today is? Today is a big day because today is the day that wide receivers speak at the Combine, mm-hmm. which means that all of these future Bills wide receivers are going to talk about how excited they are to be future Bills wide receivers. Yep. 
Yes, they are. Will Marvin Harrison talk oh, yeah, about the idea of playing with Josh Allen? Something we know will not happen because he's going to go too high. But right. every one of these guys, Malik Neighbors, oh, it would be amazing to play with Diggs. Imagine if Marvin Harrison Jr. got up there and just said, I'll only play for the Bills, <laughs> actually. I actually, I'd only want to play with Josh Allen. Be wonderful. Yeah. But we're going to get all these guys talking about, oh, yeah, I met with the Bills. It was really great. Big fan of Josh Allen. And today's a day to when they get to talking a little bit later on this morning, like, you know, 9 o'clock hour and then beyond. Because tomorrow they run. Tomorrow they work out. So today is just, all right. Yeah. How, how how much how how great would it be to be a Bill? Oh, that'd be so great! And you know we're off and running. Yeah, great and day. Then, and then if they really want to be a Bill, if you get a uh, someone that needs to fall, Brian Thomas Jr. Perhaps maybe just gets up there and starts talking about how birds aren't real. Apparently, <laughs> and with, maybe some teams will pass on him because yeah. of that. And he'll I'm going to get my way to the Bills. I'm going to go up there and talk about how I don't think that this this animal exists. There was one guy that said he didn't believe in space yesterday. Oh, that one too. He doesn't believe. I saw the birds aren't real. One. Yeah, he does not believe in space. What does that even mean? You just doesn't believe in it. Did he offer up what he thinks space is? Then I think he might be a flat Earth guy. He, yeah, okay. he said he feels that flat Earth theories have some validity. But okay. I don't flat Earth though. I don't think often includes well, space doesn't exist. I feel like he's adding that in. As I'm a sweetener. I'm not too up on the whole theory if theory is even the right word. Um, but if yeah. it, if it is flat, what does that mean? Space is. I mean, it's still there. There would be an underneath, right? Like I don't know. I I, I would want to. Yeah, I don't know how deep in they get on that. Well, I don't think I've ever heard that part of the flat Earth theory, though. They say, like, oh, oh, by the way, space just doesn't exist. It was it's just de- something else. Yeah, it was defensive backs yesterday that we're all talking because yesterday was the day where all the safeties said, "Yes, I met with the Bills. It would be so great to be a member of the Buffalo Bills." A lot of that yesterday. Today's receivers. So, All right. if you want to chime in on that, you can join us, 803-0550 and 1-888-550-2550. I do want to start on the Sabres, who won last night. They beat Tampa in overtime. Yep. That's cool. I On a nice, like, you could design play. Yeah. Like, drew it up, played, went perfectly. They scored. They won in overtime. After Thompson almost scored what would have been the nicest goal he scored all year. <laughs> yeah. Just missed. They did not play particularly well. They were not threatening at all. You know, they got this mm-hmm. win despite very few high danger chances. They had two in the game. Yeah, two high danger. They got they, three. they had a lot of a lot of another one of these games where they had a lot of shot attempts, but nothing really around the net, yeah. or at least not like the high danger like you mentioned. Right. Yeah, well, they had they, they f- had five total in the game, but at even strength, they had two high danger two. chances on forty three shot attempts. Yeah. They had two high danger. They chances. are playing yeah. a brand of hockey. That is non-threatening. They do not look threatening at all. Hey, they won. So, they okay, did. to that point, I want to bring this up because this is something that I got into a little bit of a back and forth on Twitter. Not a fight, just like a, hey, I like this topic actually. So Mike Bunt of uh, Trainwreck Sports said this. He posted that if we're being real about the Sabres, they're closer to being a playoff team moving forward than they were at the end of last year. They have better goaltending, more disciplined defensively, and will likely improve offensively next year. It's a more consistent brand of hockey. So basically Mike's thought is, or at least what I took of it, is that they're closer this year than they were last year. And I don't think that's correct at all. Mm -hmm. I think what's happened is they got a lot better goaltending. They went from well below league average goaltending to, ready for this on Lukanen? He gives them a chance to win every night. Yeah, he does. The Sabres yeah. now have one of those goalies 
where the way Lukanen's played since January 1st, the way he's been playing, and last night was a game like this too, it's, who are you playing? Oh, that's a tough matchup. Well, UPL's in that, and you have a chance because of that. So, I mean, what's really yeah. different? The Sabres are playing a more responsible brand. Eh, I'm not so sure about that. You want to tell me there? That's fine. It's more sustainable? Why? I mean, Tage Thompson scored 47 goals last year. Yeah. And he's not going to get to 30 this year. That's more sustainable. That's better. They have a lot of players that are not even the same versions of themselves. And I, I'm. Do I have to believe that it's better? I I don't know that it has to be. It's. It sounds to me like you want to be the Islanders if you think you're closer to being a playoff team. Like you think that that's that's your pathway. Your pathway to being what though? Just squeaking into the postseason. Like I, I don't know what how much upside you think there really is with okay they're are they playing better defensively? I think they are playing better defensively on some level. I don't think they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. I think they have a great I think they have a goaltender that's having a career season. Yep. That's pretty much it. And goalies are the most what? fluctuating thing in the sport year to year. So because they're not mathematically closer Right, like last year, they were mathematically way closer yeah. than they are right now. So that's not the case. So if I hear, well, they're closer now than they were last year. I think that what that means is this formula is the formula that is closer to getting them in than what last year was. And I just don't know how repeatable this this is. Where you're getting top ten level goaltending, you're limiting chances even with injuries on the blue line. And none of your best players are really scoring to par. I that that's not that's not the formula. That's not how you get into the postseason. And it's certainly not how you ever become a contender, right? You want to play this style of hockey. I think you max out at being the New York Islanders. Go ahead. You're gonna get into the playoffs maybe once every three years, and you're gonna lose in the first round to Boston. <laughs> right. But like last year presented more than just okay, this is how you break the drought, but Okay, if Tage Thompson's scoring 47 goals and you have six guys that are scoring 60 plus points and Darlene is a Norris level player for 60 games, like that that's how you're legitimately good. Not just let me find a way to backdoor into the playoffs because my goalie got hot for 50 games. Yeah, the whole thing to me, it's not to say that they're any closer or farther away. Missing is missing and there should be and there is a lot of fluctuation in the standings. Last year, here's a fun fact on this. Last year, they finished the season on goal differential at a minus four. Okay. So almost even. Yeah. Minus four is their goal differential. This year, right now, what are they? They're a minus six. They're like the same team. They're like the same They're team. They're the same team, just they, they, it looks a little different. And I think if you're – the point Mike is making, which I think is a fair point, I just don't tend to agree with it. All you're revealing is you think that – defensive hockey has more value than offensive hockey. That playing this mm-hmm. responsible style is better than the fire wagon hockey they played last year. I mean, last year they gave up th- like 300 goals. That's a lot yeah. in terms of goals against. But if they had this goaltending last year, oh, they just, just the goaltending. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. You want to say that they gave up better opportunities. If, the, if Lukanen was this good last year, would they finish, what, third in the division? They're easily a playoff team. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get too tied up on, well, the goalie is better, and that indicates growth in all these other areas. 
if you are better defensively but you lose all the time, then nobody cares. Right. And they you know, Luke Lukanen's been very good, but last night in overall shot attempts at five on five, you know, Tampa Tampa didn't have a ton either. Like, well, that's right. That's right. Me, like high danger stuff. They didn't have a lot. That's right. The first yeah. period, the Sabers weather a storm. The second period is just slop. And the third period, I mean, the, felt like the Sabers had the puck. I don't have the numbers for that, but it felt like they had the puck for almost the whole third period. But then there was that minute at the end where it looked like they were about to blow it. Yep. Because Tage broke his stick, and then they had to ice it, and there was just a ton of weird stuff happening around the net, around Lukanen. And by the way, they are they are better. But like I said, they're not. They're not good at preventing chances. Let's just stick to high danger chances. Last year, okay, they were fourth from the bottom. So they were 28th in the NHL in preventing high danger scoring chances. Excuse me, 29th in the NHL in preventing high danger chances. This year, they're 19th. They're still below average yep. at preventing high danger chances. They are better. They're, they are definitely better. But I don't know what's closer, being one of the worst teams defensively, but also being... Like the best, one of the best offensive teams in the league, or being a middling defensive team that can't score, because being a middling defensive team that can't score doesn't sound like a recipe for success on any level. It is also a stark turn from what Granado said last year when he said it's an entertainment business. You know, we're here to entertain, and they played a style that kind of won their fans back. So he said it won the players over too, right? Like the yes. players have more fun yes. when they're playing that style of hockey. And now this year. You know, who knows how much of it is revisionist, but when he was on this week, I asked him about Krebs and how Krebs had taken on a new role. And it's Granado's belief or approach, however you want to say it, that what they did with Krebs this year was necessary. We know he has the playmaking. We know he can do all this. But now putting him in the kind of role where he's got to think more defensively and be a better, more responsible player away from the puck and get better habits, building that into his game will then add to the offensive side, and he'll be a more complete player. Meanwhile, if you're someone that watches Krebs, you think, like, he's just buried now. There's no yeah. there's no ability for him to flourish. And last night's a great example. Last night, after getting a couple of chances on better scoring lines with better teammates, including one where he fed Owen Power for a game-tying goal at home, what, this week? Yeah. He made a great play. He made great plays in this game. He, yeah. might, he might have led them in expected goals through two periods. He did. He actually led the, He led them in the game by more than 10% sure. by himself. And in the course of last night, he started the game on a line with Gergensen's and Eric Robinson right. and ended the game on the bench. And he actually, there was a chance in the first period where I think my, my buddy texted me. He fed Benson. Benson was streaking in, probably off the bench, for a one-timer from the slot. Benson like didn't pick the puck up. It was like along the ice, but whatever. Krebs found him, and then like the next shift found Connor Clifton. Yeah, and both guys had just coming off the bench. Clifton, whatever, but Benson, like, oh man, maybe maybe you should put put him on that line with uh, with Zach Benson. Might be nice to get him on a line with that guy because he had been playing with Gergensen and Robinson. It's like, oh, the second you put a skilled player out there with him, even if he's tired at the end of a shift, he found the guy for a scoring chance. It, he he is just he's blocked, right? Yep. It's the it's a warning sign. For all the prospects that are not yet here that we've talked about how there just isn't room for them, even if there ends up being room for them in the lineup, I mean, if you keep, if you keep, especially Casey Middlestad around, uh, this is the future for Matt Savoy, for, for Yuri Kulik, just you, but you better either play the wing 
or you're going to be buried on the depth chart. You're going to be playing 10 minutes. Krebs the last night was even extra weird because he just didn't even get a shift in the third period, I guess. Or he had one shift he in was, the third he was, period. He was stapled to the bench. I mean, I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what that is. He, he was playing great. Yep. He was finding guys. He had chances. They had 11 shot attempts while he was on the ice. The opponent had three. He had a couple of scoring chances himself. Um, again, the passes were really more of it for him. I just, I, I see, I, I watch him and see chances being created. I watch him and I see offense being generated with his speed and his passing ability. I just, I don't know. The, the, the coach sees him as a defense. One of two things is right. The coach either doesn't see it or two, the coach doesn't have anybody to play that defensive role because Tage isn't doing it, and Middlestat's not going to do that, and even Cousins, you might think of him in that way, but he hasn't really been that yet in his career, that defensive stalwart. So is Krebs just the guy left over? Like He's the, he's the, the pig left at the trough where <laughs> the only thing left in the bowl is defensive center. So that's just it. you got to be defensive center because that's the only thing we have for you here. Yep. 8030550. One quick note of news. Pierre Lebrun has reported apparently that the Sabres were a team that was showing interest in Chris Tanev yes. yep. from the Flames over the last two months. Had he been acquired, the Sabres were interested in an extension. He was, of course, traded from the Flames to the Stars. Tanev had a modified no trade and was able to waive it for Dallas and would not waive it for Buffalo, is the implication. There so, was another report, by the way, that didn't say it was the Sabres, but that. Tanev got traded for it was like a second round pick and like other stuff. Yeah. Someone offered a first round pick, but they they you know the players' wishes kind of took over there. So I don't, I'm not saying no one reported the Sabers were the team that offered the first, but they could have. Okay, well they could have been the team. Let me just get on that real quick. On the one hand, it's a, it's a player the Sabers wanted that said no, and that's disappointing, right? We don't like to hear that. Who, by the way, is like. Look! Look who said no to them. Like he's he's a he's a fine player. Hold on, he's thirty four years old. You're right. That's what I was about to get to. On one hand, oh no, a player said no. On the other, Joe, they wanted to extend a player that was going to turn. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 35? Yeah. I guess. Okay. Very, uh... I don't know, Robin Regeer vibes for me with uh, with Chris Tanev. Worse. A little bit worse, <laughs> but maybe even How worse. How old was right? Regeer when he came here? 29? 32? No, he was, was, he he 30, was in his was mid-30s. He, was he 32? He? How old was he, he when, they, when they threw that helicopter out He didn't to... retire here. He went on and played more years. All right, yeah, he was 31. 31. He was, he was three, four years younger than Tanev is right now. Man, I saw that and thought, man, if they can't convince Chris Tanev, if Chris Tanev doesn't want to play for them... Nobody wants to put. Nobody's going to wave. No one's waving a no trade clause to come here right now. No, I think that's definitely true. I got to know what they wanted to extend a guy who is thirty four. Yeah. What does what does extend mean though? Like At two, least a year. two years. At least one year, one. two year. Yeah, I don't know. They got one thirty five year old defenseman that's exiting that has gone horribly in Eric Johnson. And they wanted to bring in, I think Tanev's better at this point, but they wanted to bring in another 35-year-old defenseman. Okay. Yeah. He would have improved their blue line, I guess. 803-0550. Meanwhile, Ilya Labushkin got traded, too. Yeah. Hilarious. The NHL. For a third-round pick? It's a three-way trade. You see Bulldogs take on this, which is pretty funny. No, no. So it's a three-way trade. The Leafs Leafs get uh, Ilya Labushkin with 75% of the salary retained. And the Ducks get a third, and the Canes get a sixth. And Bulldog had a funny line about this, like, why are the Canes in there? And the answer is, the Canes see that the Leafs want Labushkin. They're like, oh, yeah, let's help that for sure. <laughs> yeah. What can we do, guys? You need our help to uh-huh. get you uh, Ilya Labushkin? Okay. Yeah. We'll be the middleman. We'll, we'll help you get this player. Absolutely. Let's grease the wheels. The other funny thing I saw about Labushkin is the Leafs, uh, who had this? Dmitry uh, Filipovic had this. That the pick that the Leafs traded for Labushkin last time still hasn't even been made yet. Yeah, they traded for him several years ago for a pick that that pick hasn't even been used yet. And before that pick's been used, they traded for him again. So the total amount of picks they've used to acquire Ilya Labushkin is now up to what two thirds and a sixth. It's like uh, the Sabers with Jimmy Vc. The Sabers traded for Jimmy Vc multiple times. And here's they the, traded a second to get him last time. Okay. They've so. spent a second, a third, and a sixth for limited runs of Ilya Labushkin. Yeah, that's pretty that's The pretty NHL tough. is a hilarious product. Larry in South yeah. Florida. Hey, Larry, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. I want to touch on the subject, but before I do, i got to share a group text I got from my buddies in Colorado. Uh, Joe, this is for you, and I think, Jeremy, you're going to appreciate this one. So the opening word in the text was, Sabe. Will be better next year. <laughs> Let's hope. I laugh. I laugh for two reasons, Joe. Number one, because this will be year thirteen in a row. We will say wait till next season. But the best part is saves. We all say saves, Joe. So we I got to. I got to support Jeremy on that one. We all. We, we've gone from. We've gone from. Some people say it to we all say we're, it. We're like two years away from them making a third jersey that has it oh, on there. Oh man! <laughs> like how the Lightning have the <laughs> bolts yes. uh, jersey. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I love that. So I want to talk about what you guys are talking about. I was originally going to say something about a trade, but hearing 
hearing what you just said, we are interested in a 34-year-old. That <laughs> I, I really have no faith in Adams whatsoever. I don't know how we go from 47 goals, Cage Thompson, to maybe 25, to over 30 for Tuck, um, Skinner, and um, uh, number 20 for Cousins. And, mm-hmm. again, Skinner's getting close, but that's it. I mean, we're not even sniffing it, so – Power play just kind of fades away. So there's trades out there. We're not making them. Now, there's probably several reasons. A lot of these people don't want to come here. Yep. That's that's got to be considered a big part of it. Like, I almost feel like every conversation criticizing Adams for what he does and doesn't want to do has to be mm-hmm. – has to have a heavy dose of what can he do. Because, Larry, to the point you hear Chris Tanev doesn't want to come here because of a modified no trade, what are the chances – the Sabres landed all the way down at Chris Tanev because all the other guys they want had also said no. Yeah. And they think, let me try here because this guy can't say no to us, and of course he does. Yeah, that's a good point. And what I wanted to ask you guys was, of the people out there that may not have a tro- uh, no-trade clause or that has, who do you see that can help us down the road for scoring or possibly defense that would even consider coming here and what would we have to get out of up to get them? Well, it's a tough question. The answer is probably more more along the lines of you, you do it with the same way you did a lot of the players you have, which is you trade for guys that are on entry deals or mm-hmm. aren't far enough along to have earned no trade clauses. Yeah, the guy you might be thinking of right now for that is the kid in Columbus that is mad that he's in the AHL who was I think the sixth pick right before Savoy, David Juracek, like you trade for that guy because he's on a rookie deal still, and he doesn't have the power to say no to you. Yep. And he that, he might be a special case because he sounds like he just wants to play in the NHL, that he feels like he's already NHL ready and he just wants to be in the league. So that's that's the game you're playing. And you, you kind of – it is kind of a sign of just – I mean, you you got to find guys that are either – like the the name Rasmus Anderson always came up for me in Calgary, and one reason was he doesn't have a no trade clause. I guess though, you know how true does Adams want to hold to players that want to be here? Because even if you find a guy that maybe you could get your hands on and doesn't have a no trade clause, do does the agent tell you beforehand? Yeah, he really doesn't want to come there. Do you do it anyway? I mean, the team sending him away has got to do it in the first place and got to be willing to do that. But, you know, I don't want to say you trade for a guy and immediately make him unhappy, but I almost feel like, didn't Tim Murray once trade for Jimmy VC without ever talking to him? I don't know if they never talked, but they did trade for his rights in hopes that they could convince him to like, sign. Like, without knowing that he would sign there? I feel yeah, like, yes, yes. I feel like you, you got to do, like, a, a more glorified version of that. Yeah. Like, just, just go tra- close your eyes and go trade for the guy. But again, you're limited in the first place because I think anyone that's got no trade protection, you, you have to operate right now thinking that that player's probably got the Sabres on their list. 803-0550 to join us. I have an early stat of the day for you. Let's do it early, right? Why not? Get it out of the way. Stat of the day is presented by Seneca Gaming and Irving, home of the biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. So stat of the day is about the Sabres. It's about tomorrow. Vegas is in town. Eichel did not play last night, but he's out of the red non-contact jersey and will be returning maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Eichel has been out since January 11th. Yep. 
was his last game. He played against Boston, scored a goal, had an assist, and a win over the Bruins. Yep. Michael hasn't played since January 11th. If he plays tomorrow night, he steps onto the ice. Joe, how many Sabres players have more goals than Jack Eichel this year? Is it, is it one? It is none. Yikes. He has 19. Skinner and Paterka have 19. He hasn't played since January 11th. Mm-hmm. His coach, too. Did you see what his coach said returning to Boston last night? No. Bruce Cassidy, who was the Bruins coach, what, before last year? And then went to Vegas. He got asked about returning to Boston. And he said, it's nice to come back with a big, nice, shiny ring on your finger, too. It's always a good visit with that. That's from when they played there? That was, that was from last, yeah, him before the game yesterday. They play- it's nice to return with a big, nice, shiny ring on your finger. And I have to think that Eichel probably uh, yeah. is thinking the same thing. He'd like to return... He'd like to play yeah. with the big, nice, shiny ring on his finger. It's <laughs> probably. I right. mean, can't he? He did the. Didn't he do the "I can't hear you" kind of celebration? Like last where time? last time where he scored a hat trick? I mean, careful what you wish for because <laughs> if you boo him on Saturday night and he's playing, there's gonna be hundred percent right. Like, can I get odds on him like pointing to the ring finger at I, some point during the game tomorrow night? Would you respect it? It'd be hard not would, to. Would, I wouldn't would, like it. Would, but you it could hate him more than any player that's ever come through, and he points to that finger. Yeah. You'd have to be like, there's, there's, what, what can you say? Yup. <laughs> yeah. That's Everyone it. just puts their head in their hands. <laughs> 803-0550, Plenty to get to here today. It's a big day on the wide receiver train. We'll talk to Paul. We'll talk to Sal. Lots coming up for you here uh, as we roll through lots of different stuff. What else do I have for you here? A great day in Sabres history. March 1st? Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a random one. Okay. I, I shouldn't say a great one. It's one that sticks out for me uh, for a couple different ways. And uh, I've got some other fun stuff from the Combine as well. We, we're starting to learn a lot at this Combine. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. Happy uh, happy Friday. You made it to the weekend. Thanks for coming along with us. 803-0550 on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 